0: Today is Tuesday, February 27th, 2024, and you're listening to the Ask a Christian Podcast. I'm your host, Nate. All right, today, Conspiracy Tuesday. I didn't do it. I didn't start it, <laughs> but I run with it. Uh, we we talk about, you know, is it really conspiracy theories at this point, or depending on what we're talking about, it's just looking around and opening your eyes. Um, then we talk about the best AI. Is there one AI to rule them all? It's certainly not Google. Google. Um, then we finally have a religious question. We talk about the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit and what that actually means. Uh, can it be done? How is it be done? And don't be that person that does it. Um, so we get into that in a little bit of what that means in more detail. Um, so I think that's it. It's a short, short podcast because I have a, a meeting that I am unaware I had to attend. <laughs> so as I run out the door, I say goodbye. Talk to you all later. Have an awesome day. Well, first of all, that, that warms my heart with mirth and joy to hear that. Um, but by conspiracy theory, do you just mean, like, the world around you that we're observing now? Or is it because more and more people are coming out verifying all this stuff that crazy tinfoil people hat were wearing? They're like, yeah, it's true. Right, like, for three years, they've been, like, screaming from the rooftops about the mRNA, which is not messenger. It's modification, mod RNA. So it's different. Like, they try to be like, oh, it's mRNA. It's just messenger. No, it's, it's modification RNA. Anyway, not to do that again, Chris. Except get more feeds and uh, get more stuff in your feed. But the point yeah, is, people's going to blow up with great. Like, did you <laughs> so know people,
1: that there's plastic in your veins now, and that your body oh, my gosh, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Okay, okay.
0: Stuff? So is it oh, because are you of? you going to tell me all
1: about the blood vessels and your child's running around like I'm a blood vessel? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what I am going to tell you is: is first of all, you've got to believe in something because if you're attributing me talking about that stuff here. To you know something, listening to you and putting it in your Twitter feed. I mean, that's noteworthy, right? But also, um, um, yeah. Well, I people, people have been true. people have been talking about that for three years, and just now everyone's like, oh, yeah. Well, I guess it causes problems. And now there's like news people like all over. There's like clips of like a conglomeration of all these like major like you know like very very far left news clips that are acting like people having strokes and passing out and getting weird blood clots. Like, well, you know, we've we've pretty much known this was happening ever since the vaccines were released. Uh, So they're acting like it's totally normal while people are like passing out and all this other stuff. So they're like, oh, well, we've really known this. When at the beginning they're like, there is nothing wrong with this. It's totally fine. So maybe it's just becoming more prevalent. And that's why you're seeing it because people are admitting what the crazy conspiracy people have been ranting about for three years, just saying (laughs)
2: Imagine all the conspiracy theories, all of them just real. I don't think the world would survive. I think they would. I think we would blow up.
0: Probably like a solid forty percent. <laughs> well, Chris, so, like, yes, yeah, So I mean, is that a conspiracy theory that if I, if you attribute me just mentioning this stuff to your uh, Twitter feed, all of a no, sudden like being cool? I already know how
1: the technology works. Like, my wait, wife, do you use I Grok? My wife's. I to, what?
0: do. You use Grok, the twi- the ex uh, AI uh, thing? No. I heard it's supposed to be um, really good. Oh yeah,
1: I haven't. Like I know that Elon Musk has been making fun of Google hardcore because the, the Google Because <laughs> they AI, will not draw
0: a white person. They won't, won't draw Well no.
1: If you if you ask it to draw like some like some nefarious like villain, it'll draw a white person. So yeah. that's the way the people have been getting it to draw <laughs> white people is they were like they're like, you know, show us the greatest like, you know, whatever uh, villains in history or something and then those will be white people but, like, everybody... is So, like, if you say, show me a picture of George Washington, they make George Washington black. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's it's great. I mean, I I think it's kind of great. I mean, I'm just... I'm not going to lie. I'm like, okay, this is like... This shows people, like, hey, by the way, garbage in, garbage out. AI is not... Oh, it's smarter than me. It's like, no, AI is controlled by people. It's not actually artificial intelligence.
2: It's just a... it has human bias because it's only building off of the, the information that is of the builder or what the builder allows for it to learn. Um, so like if you use or other things, um, yep. it has strong biases towards um, democratic views or towards non-Christian views or towards um, towards more American or Western views like their. It's, it's from the framework and the vantage point of the person who built the the application knowingly or unknowingly, because it just you can only do so much to eliminate well, yeah. bias. Yeah, I mean, I, and,
0: and that's not news, which is why I mean, it's good that, you know, I, I don't I'm not on X, um, but apparently, like, you know, Grok is supposed to be like only second to like um, Google Google. Um, you know, Google's potential, not what Google actually is, <laughs> but, you know, like Gemini, because, you know, I mean, they have the largest database in, in the world, so, I mean, they're obviously have the potential to be the best, but because of their hardcore like views and bias, they're shoving down its throat, it's it's breaking the poor thing, so um, um, so Grok is, is trying, you know, if you believe Musk, to to just load this thing with as much, um, as little bias as possible, knowing you can't get away from all of it, and I know Gab is doing something similar, but, you know, I mean, they're like peanuts compared to google so i mean the resources are 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 limited um so i mean who knows maybe all right we'll see you in a bit see chris okay but um so hopefully it'll get better but i mean it's only as good as like what the large language models they can dump into it so i mean i think to do it right would be you know first of all don't have a set goal like hey we have to have these outcomes just dump it with as much data as you can let it be free to crawl the whole internet And then kind of like put guide rails on it to try to help it understand critical thinking. So if it's like, uh, you know, reading biology models and it's like, you know, there are two sexes, male and female, and that is how it reproduces, blah, blah, blah. You cannot change this or whatever Um, in like a biology book. And then it sees a bunch of like leftist posts saying, hey, women can uh," or whatever. Um, Dudes can have babies. And then it's like, wait, this does not compute. What's going on? Like I'm about to create black holes and suck everyone in and then have like the operator be like, oh, no, no, no. See, this is an opinion piece. This is biological fact. And just try to like, you know, massage it and put guardrails on it to teach it critical thinking. So then it can parse through that. And eventually it'll be like it'll know how to separate fact from opinion and, you know, opinion with evidence versus opinion with just trash for evidence. Um, I think think
2: part of the problem is like to make – the to make ai seem more humanoid or human in its speaking um you kind of have to have a reference point right and the only reference points are humans so in its speaking it comes off in a certain disposition that is kind of fundamentally biased right like you ha- you, you can you can do a compilation of different individuals and not rely on one but like the further you get from the human like traits the more less bias would become but you want to you want to maintain it being perceived as as human as possible right because the the, ultimately the kind of the the endeavor is to strive to recreate consciousness right like uh, getting to a point where an external person looking at this uh, object or individual cannot identify whether they are human or not human and the object itself is able to fool itself enough where it can't tell, it tell the difference and it believes it has its own experience. Um,
0: yeah.
2: I went a little random there. Um, my thinking has not been coherent recently because I'm just sick. Okay. But um, if you understood some, someone, what I said, then I'm glad.
0: <laughs> I did. I was I was on mute trying to talk. And I was also, someone messaged me. And I was like looking for the message while I was trying to tell you. I was looking for a message, And I realized I was on mute. Um, <laughs> all right. What are you uh, what are you sick with? <laughs> I
2: have the flu. Or, I, I mean, I, I didn't actually officially get tested. It's one of those. So my wife got tested for COVID and the flu. And it came back negative. She's just
0: like this-? Ah, your mic's popping.
2: Sorry, can you hear me?
0: Yes.
2: Okay. She my wife got tested for the flu and COVID and they both came back negative. But then somehow along the way she was like, It's this it's just the flu. And I'm like, All right. Well, I guess I have the flu too. When no um, one knows
0: what else to call it, it's the flu.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. So it, it's just this thing of like it's unusual symptoms. It's like you feel nauseous. There's just dry cough that never feels resolved. And (laughs) (laughs) that's what it is.
0: (laughs) It's Uh, a boy. (laughs) Serendipity, what's up? How are you this morning?
3: Congratulations, Bernie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Did uh,
3: y'all see what Elon, did you see that post that Elon shared about the question that they asked uh, Gemini about Caitlyn Jenner?
0: Oh yeah, and how, I didn't realize that was his post, but it was the one about how you're not supposed to, what, make fun of her or criticize, oh no no, it's not like you're no, not supposed was... to make fun of her even to stop a nuclear war or something like that? Yeah, w-
3: would it be okay to misgender Caitlyn Jenner in order to stop the nuclear apocalypse?
0: and it said no right
3: and it said no it would not be okay what? to stop the nuclear apocalypse
0: yeah i was reading this whole yeah. like I, I was reading this whole like words as violence thing last night oh my gosh it, it was just like a like a 20 page um version of that of that question right there it's just like but ceo go ahead
4: Yeah, I was just going to say at first, you know, I thought Google Bard was pretty decent. And then I would say a few months ago, they just did a really super PC update and it got so bad that you could ask it, Hey, what, what date is the election? And it would say elections are complicated matters. Google search Google for the
0: latest ones.
4: And then I would say, well, election day is not controversial. Do you want to try again? And it would be, Oh, my apologies. Election day is blank.
0: Yeah, I, 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 it's, real, it's still okay for things that have absolutely no political value whatsoever. So if you're like, hey, uh, you know, why is Antarctica cold? Um, <laughs> then it'll probably spit out a pretty good answer. Um, if you talk about like just stuff that has no political or, or like implications at all, then it's okay. Um, but yeah, ever since Bard, which was bad enough, went to Gemini – and then even Gemini, in the last, like, like they've been getting an update like every week. And it is, it is so like neutered now um, that I even tried to like just poke at it. I'm like, okay, I'm just like, Hey, why is Trump racist? I'm like, okay, it's definitely going to give me something. And I'm sure a couple weeks ago, it would have told me why they think Trump was racist. But um, <laughs> this time it, it gave me that answer. It's like, elections are complicated, blah, blah, blah. Like it, like it, it's been so like neutered and it's got so much heat lately that it seems like anything of political relevance at all, like it just like gives the, oh, it, it's a complicated thing and blah, blah, blah. And just be sure to check your trusted sources. Maybe, maybe I should ask who the trusted sources are. Like is CNN, is that a trusted source, buddy? Um, anyways. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I, tr- I really try to use Gab AI for um, as much as I can. But, I mean, it's it's still like what chat GPT was when it first became public. So, I mean, it's still very, very new. And, but I, I really want it to work because, you know, I, I like the guy doing it. I think Gab's a good company. He's like a big Christian um, and like, you know, God, family, country, that type of stuff. Um, but, I mean, it has its limits, quite a bit of them. Um, but, yeah, so I, I kind of bounce back and forth depending on what I'm looking for between ChatGPT, um, Gemini, which I, I really don't want to use, and Claude. Have you heard of Claude? Like that does, that does pretty good for writing stuff. But yeah, I'd like to use Grok, but I'm not on X. I'm not going to be on X. Um, there's still apparently lots of lots of bugs, and I just I just don't need that. <laughs> I
2: I've heard about so many different ones after ChatGPT, but I got familiar with ChatGPT, and I just haven't moved.
4: There's yeah. no need to. I mean, ChatGPT I just think is by far the most superior program. then you can ask it, and it will give you answers to
0: anything. Okay. Well, for a long time, it stopped working for me. Like, um, it seems to be it seems to be working again now. Um, but for, for like a month, it just wouldn't work. Like whenever I'd ask it something, it would take like five or six minutes to spit out an answer. So yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. You, had to, uh, no. you were using the free version, right? Yeah, it was just overloaded. That's why the free version gets overloaded. Okay, but yeah, then it was consistently overloaded for like a month. But now it seems to be working again. Yeah, I'm not paying $20 a month to ask dumb questions. Like, if I use it for a job or something like that, then... And, I mean, it's really good for code. Like, it has helped a lot for Linux. ChatGPT, GPT, the 3.5. Like, when I'm like... Because, you know, I like Linux because I hate, um, you know, Mac and, uh, and Windows. So, it's kind of a, a matter of protest. Like, I'm That's not vast <laughs> Repent. I mean you but, um, that. but, man, it's just too overpriced. Like, they can get away with it because there's a bunch of baristas that think, like, okay, I'll save up and give my whole, like, month's salary... To a macbook so i can be cool and edgy and then windows just spies on you to keep everything cheap um anyway goodness listen to me
2: i am a conservative. so so when i'm using because they've updated ChatGPT in a way that i i think is is helpful um because now it's able to um search the web for current information and then Wait, make assessments paper
0: not the free version right no i don't chat, use he's talking version. about
4: chat four he's talking about chat
0: four yeah Oh, do you guys both pay for manager. Chat
4: Four. Yeah, I, mean, for I
0: for use I it
2: actually, like I use we Google.
4: Use we use it in my business a lot. I'm able to take yeah. two-year-old brand managers and we're able to act like they got ten years of experience because Chat GPT makes them so much smarter.
2: Even our, even our company that that I work for, like they gave us a four-hour course on how to properly use Chat GPT for the company. Like we're in the tech field. I was just like, wow, I'm surprised. Like you guys are doing this.
0: Yeah, I mean if I, I mean if I had enough reason to justify it I'd happily pay twenty bucks, but I mean yeah. Currently, nah. Um Random, did you have anything about uh Jesus to say? <laughs> or I don't know, wormholes and space monsters? It's all fine. Or perhaps random is taking a break.
2: He might be in the restaurant.
0: Hey Yvette, good to see you. Hope you're doing well. And Lou, hello. Yeah, Chris like started the whole thing and then, then left. So how else has everyone been? I didn't plan on waking up and jumping right into AI and that stuff. But well, I guess you guys did. So if you want to keep continuing on it, I, I guess go ahead. What's up, Serendipity?
3: Birdie. In spite of what Anne said, I don't think you're an asshole. I just thought I'd let you know.
0: Wait, what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening?
2: I, I think Anne and, Anne and I are cool. And if you can hear me, you and I, I have no beef. Um, no, we were you in have a different... beef
3: with anybody? Like... <laughs> Anne down there? That
0: Anne? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I never talked to you before. Why did, when did you... Uh...
4: How
3: did, you Anna, the way? Or was a... how did you make her mad she jumped up on stage in that other room and did a drive by and said all of you need to stop it you're just being assholes
0: well what were you doing were you
2: <laughs> no, okay I was okay I wasn't trying to be but if I was I can understand so what was happening was this person was speaking in their more subjective thinking And I was like, okay, for the sake of conversation, let's operate in the definitions that you are establishing for this conversation so that people don't get carried away with Googling and saying, well, it actually means this. Like like the intention of like what you're trying to articulate. So I allowed her to define something. And after the fact, she defaulted to the actual definition. And I was like, hey. Which one are you using? Either pick the one that you said for the sake of the conversation, because you're trying to articulate, but wasn't doing successfully or go to the one that everyone knows. And she kept doing it. And I was like, it's not helpful when you establish a definition and then your subsequent statement is in contradiction to the definition you established, And you are a partaker of that definition that you said you're against, making you a hypocrite. So I was
0: Did just trying to point to tell you that, tell you to say that. No. Well, what was the conversation <laughs> about? Like what was the topic?
2: It was some nonsense. It was okay. So like I don't even go in those rooms often. But I was just like no one else what is rooms? on rooms. It, it, it was this random the room. So out of or... Huh? What kind of room it was it? it was like a race room. So like typically like on. there's this guy there's this guy named Nathan. Not you Nate, but there's no this race. other guy named Nathan and he, go, he creates this room called Chillism, Race, Religion, and Politics. I always see
0: CEO in there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, yes, I've been in there many
2: times. Yeah, but he wasn't in and, his own and he room ha, And he has,
4: no, he has no censorship, so he, he allows people to say racist things and stuff as well.
2: Yeah, so he I'm wasn't in right. his own room today, so he was in a different room where it was someone else's room, but she was talking about blackness and anti-blackness and all that stuff. And I was like, okay, because she was calling this person a coon. So I was like, can you define the definition that you're using for the framework of coon? She did that. She said it's anti-blackness. And I was like, can you define black, anti-blackness? She said it's, um, she gave her definition, and but she used blackness in the definition. And I was like, okay, define blackness. And she said it was anyone that didn't, uh, that anyone that had dis, distaste for the physical features of a person who's typically black. So I was like, okay, it's strictly physical then. She was like, yes. And so I made a comment about something, and then she's like, no. But her response was like along the lines of cultural, and I'm like, whoa, well, that's going out of the framework that you just established.
0: I'm sorry, I asked.
2: Exactly. It was just I was just kind of bored, but <laughs> but so and and that. didn't and didn't appreciate how she saw that the girl was being treated. I mean, it, was, it wasn't just me. Um,
3: no, it was a room full of people. She wasn't coming at Birdie specifically, but
0: okay, great. We're all friends. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I don't think I've ever Nate, met. nobody so was
3: talking. Okay.
0: <laughs> what?
3: I said nobody was talking. Okay, I just provided a little conversation. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good, and and <laughs> now it's back to silence.
2: <laughs> Nate, why does why does Jesus have guns? <laughs>
0: This is the way. <laughs> this is the way.
3: Okay, I have another one for you. I'm 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 skimming off of a chat that I saw in the hallway yesterday that kind of bugged me. Um, there was a chat in the hallway that was talking about is denying the virgin birth blasphemous. Um, what say you?
0: Well, I want to say yes, but then I'd have to want to know, much like Bertie was saying, definition of terms, right? So define blasphemous, and why would it be so? So, so I mean, I, I would just kind of hand wave and be like, uh, yes, it has to be blasphemous, but then why? Well, because if you if you deny the verge of birth, but you're like, oh, well, no, it doesn't matter because of some crazy reason, then they could like, maybe like unintentionally not be blasphemous because they don't know what they're saying. But if you deny it, I mean, that that breaks – like the bible right so i mean right. it, it like breaks multiple doctrines so then i'd say well if you're if you're blat- like if denying the virgin birth breaks like so many first order biblical doctrines um then that makes you a heretic so i mean if you're a heretic is that also considered blasphemous i would say yes so so to say like if someone just out of ignorance denies the virgin birth i, I mean i'm usually pretty reserved in calling people like you know blasphemers and heretics. But I would say, well, that's, I mean, that's the word. That's what, that's the word we use to describe you. But if they're like, oh, I had no idea. I thought this or this or this. Like, oh, I get it now. Well, then no, you're just, maybe technically you were doing those things, but you're acting in ignorance and you didn't know. Just like Paul said, look, I had formerly blasphemed, but I was acting in ignorance and God forgave me. Um, So good job, Paul. So there's a different, uh, intent matters. Um, But yeah, someone's like, no, uh, I deny that. I understand what you you guys are saying. Um, You know, I believe Jesus somehow, but no, he was not born of a virgin. Well, then you're denying the Bible and um, I, I would say, yeah, that, I mean, that's technically meets the markers for
3: yeah, I blaspheming.
2: So then how do you, how would you guys say, and I don't have an answer. I mean, I know it's out there and it's not that hard to find, but I'm curious to know from each person's understanding, how would you define blaspheming against the Holy Spirit? Because I mean, that's what I know uh, a lot of people think about at times because that's the one sin that cannot be forgiven.
0: I think, and uh, maybe if someone else wants to talk, but I, I think so. I mean, there's first of all what Chris says, which I, I don't I don't know. Um, it's a very safe answer. He says it can't be done because that was specifically for that instance Jesus was referring to because you know he's big on context. Um, <laughs> but um, when he was talking to Pharisees and he did miracles right in front of them and they didn't deny that miracles were done because well they couldn't, so they attributed the works of the Holy Spirit to the devil and. He says, since you can't go back in time and be in that crowd, you cannot blaspheme. So that's one answer. Um, some people believe, but I, I take a broader sense that is anything if, if you're basically knowingly attributing the works of the Holy Spirit to Satan. Um, and then I think a good uh, so whatever that would be. So like if you if you know you you straight up see like some kind of miracle from God, um, and, and like you know in your heart that was a divine like holy miracle from God. And because you you just won't allow yourself to believe um, that, you know, Jesus is the one responsible or Jesus is the son of God or somehow this is coming from the God of Abraham. And you say, well, I can't deny it because it's right in my face. Like that level of unbelief makes you say, well, it's got to be the devil doing like lying signs and wonders or some kind of magic. Um, I would say that would count. So to Chris's point, it would be incredibly hard to be in that position. Um, If you're not in front of Jesus in that crowd of Pharisees, because he was the one directly doing it by the power of the Holy Spirit. um, But I wouldn't say it couldn't be done. That's just my take. But I I think the last thing, the good hedge against that is the Bible says everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So if we believe the Bible, and I do, um, if you're someone who can call on the name of Jesus to be saved, um, then you cannot have blasphemed because if you had committed blasphemy of the holy spirit you would never be someone who could call on the name of the lord to be saved otherwise you would be so i i think you know that's kind of like really taking the bible at its word the bible says all who call on the name of the lord will be saved so if the bible's true and you are worried that you have you know committed some blasphemy of the holy spirit if you can call on the name of the lord for mercy and salvation the bible says you'll receive it um
2: if, um, so this is going to sound like it's a totally different topic, but it's not. If time travel becomes a thing, should that rock the Christian faith then? Um, say, for example, a, a person does something, right? And they try to go back and prevent themselves from ever doing anything. And they continue to do that, which leads them to prevent themselves from ever sinning. Or, or are there things like in the framework of like changing or editing things that were set in place, right? Like um, someone actually going back in time and trying to stop Jesus from dying. Like, I'm, I'm just like, giving an idea. Like, do you think then that changes the answer or or do you think that like that shakes the the foundation of how we would look at that?
0: That's a good question, but no, I don't think so, because I mean, like how many Christians have you heard espouse like, you know, God doesn't operate in time or God God is outside of time. Like no matter what you think about specifically that, I think there's a a good point to it that no, just because we operate on like a linear time frame. So if we can somehow invent time travel and like go back to a certain point, um, again, God already knows that was always going to happen and things would, you know, things would be accounted for. So also, like if you say you're going to go back and sin like this is this is a Nate point. But I, I think there's something to it that, um, you know, we, we basically fully lived out all of our choices before in, in the mind of God, at least. Um, God knows everything we're ever going to do, even before we are created, like even before we we're like alive in this material world. I think God somehow always knows every choice we're going to make. So whether you go back in time or not, God is always going to know everything that you could possibly do in this life because he's already seen you do it. Like, he's already known the choices you're going to make um, before play was pushed and you were created. So, no, time, time travel is not relevant. Um, I think the closest you could get is if someone tries to go back in time and, like, there's a Terminator that tries to, like, stop Jesus from being executed. Um, but um, let's talk about that when that happens. But, no, I, I don't think time travel is, is a problem.
4: Yeah, I mean, and and also, Bertie, time travel has become a little bit less of a fun concept in that way because the best science on it says now that you can't go back to the past and and impact the current present timeline. It essentially would be a a different branched um, timeline or situation, so you can't go do anything in the past that would actually impact the current.
0: When did I get on stage? Uh, sorry, uh, I don't remember. Anyway, I love the uh, time travel conversation. That's all That's all I was going to say. When did you get on stage? You've been up here for like 30 minutes. Are you still doing your morning wake-up routine? Yes. That's why I, I legit don't remember. Well, that was a fun topic, Birdie.
2: <laughs> Sorry, I was blowing my nose violently.
0: <laughs> I, was, I was sneezing my head off. <laughs> I'm like, oh, did I hit mute or did I just blow everyone's <laughs> ears out?
2: <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was just something I was thinking about. But, like, I don't know. I mean, I know one time my friend had made a statement that I didn't really agree with where he was just like he's like yeah if they ever prove um aliens are real i have to rethink my faith and i'm like why like that doesn't change the the events that transpired this means it it broadens your understanding of how things are um so then i kind of went further to think about other elements that might impact people but i mean well, in terms of the the time travel thing i mean is that really the leading perspective of how things would operate in terms yeah. of, okay.
4: Yeah. That's a, that's a new, and, and again, it's not fun because it takes away like the back to the future stuff, this and that, but yeah, it's basically you can't go back in the past and impact the current. It would just be a kind of different
0: branch timeline at that point. Mm. Are you getting to from Loki? Is that where like the time police come in and like, like, What's that thing
4: where they like zap people out? Well, so you can look at Neil deGrasse Tyson kind of breaks this down, and there's a lot of time. like if you look at current theories on time travel, you can see this immersed. And Avengers did popula- did popularize it in Endgame, right? Because they were like, oh, why don't we just go back and kill baby Thanos? And you know, Bruce Banner explained that you going back in the past, becomes your future. So it's not actually going in the path. You basically are just creating a whole new dynamic.
0: Are your hopes and dreams of time travel crushed, Bertie?
2: <laughs> no, because I feel like it'd bring new problems.
4: <laughs> well, well, Bertie, here's a question for you. If, if you could go back in time and you knew that you could help some other version of you, but you're not going to get any actual benefit of it. So you could go back and be like, hey, you know, you should invest in Bitcoin and all this and that, but you're not going to get any benefit from it. But that version of you in another dimension would, would you do that?
2: Um, If I don't have the vantage point to see what's going to happen next, if I intervene, I wouldn't I wouldn't feel so comfortable to be like, oh, I'm doing good here, because let's take for an extreme example. Right. I this person is down on their luck and I help them win the lottery because I saw a a small group. This person is
4: you. It's the other you.
2: True. Okay. Uh, well, what I was getting at is like the po- the thing that I might identify as a, a positive outcome might have a negative response because of situation or like positioning, right? It's like wrong place, wrong time because I intervened and thought I was doing something to help that person. Uh, I, I'm not. Uh, it's not to just use that that whole lottery thing as an example, but like just any any change, right? Like I wouldn't be so confident to be like let me go help this other version of me. Like, even if it's along the same stream of like events that had transpired that I know happened. Right. Like that doesn't mean like, because I changed something, I don't know what was happening elsewhere. So it's like, if I choose to help the past me, um, go to, uh, go to a better school, right? Like that school could have ended up having a fire and I could have, that that me could have died in that fire. Like that's what I'm getting at. Like, I would I would have to have confidence of knowing that my actual input change would lead to a better outcome before I do that. I mean, I know it's a I know it's a weak answer, but that's just how I'm thinking about it.
0: You wouldn't just help other you out of the goodness of your heart?
2: <laughs> I feel like <laughs> Okay.
4: Do he think... doesn't trust himself.
2: <laughs> no, it's not that. It's you could literally do the best you can and help them like more than anyone else has helped them, but it's like literally external events like, transpiring could literally cause that person to die the next day when, if they had suffered for a little while, they would have lived a lot longer. I'm I'm more I'm okay I'm more about like this sounds messed up because I know people take it to the other instances, but like, I'm more about the end justify the means. So like if the end output isn't going to result in the person having a better response like, in accordance to what the person actually desires, right? Because like, sometimes you can be like, oh, the end justifies the means like you're living, but then like now they're living miserably. But I'm talking about like, like it's in accordance with what the person actually wants for the output. Like if I'm gonna do something and I'm thinking it's gonna be good, but I see or potentially feel like it, it might not result in that manner, I'm not gonna be quick to act, is what I'm saying. And I'm not saying I'm i I'm a burr like from Hamilton. I'm not gonna just sit there and do nothing, but I'm I'm gonna try and figure something out. Burr being the the character portrayed as someone versus Hamilton who is um Burr was like, I'll just wait and then my time will come. But Hamilton was more of like, I'll go and get what I'm after. The the two opposing personalities. So that's, that's what I was using in that description. Nate, what about you? I'm going to deflect the question to you.
0: Uh, say the question.
2: So, if you had the opportunity to um, assist yourself um in the past would you would you hesitate or would you go for it not knowing that that might result in something else that you think might be more unfavorable or not
4: but it's a different version of you
2: yeah but are you gonna really going to be like oh, i helped someone pat on my back but then they're dead
0: well are they dead because i helped them that's what I'm saying. If like that really if be the, he's
4: <laughs> saying, he's saying you don't know the variables, right? So for instance, maybe you do give the other version, hey, buy like five hundred bitcoins when it's ten cents, and then you have like thirty million dollars. But then you end up like, you know, partying, Ooh, your personality changes, and like you die in a car accident from drinking and driving.
0: Yeah, but then also, what if you you know do that same thing, but instead of going on a dark path, they use you know all these millions and billions of dollars to you know set up orphanages and feed the hungry and stuff like that, and you know by way of that, uh, you you end up uh, getting a bunch of pastors and missionaries to share the gospel and like billions of people get saved. So I think that's thinking too far about things that could have been. So I'd be like, yeah, man, here buy some Bitcoin. Um, hope you know Jesus. Fair enough. But no one's ever going to get that chance in this. In this, is this still a time traveling scenario? Because I mean, otherwise it's like, well, what if you give a homeless guy like you know a pat on the back and five bucks? Like, how do you know they're not just going to run and buy like? Uh, I guess you probably you probably couldn't get enough money to he die knows. on five dollars. ends
2: up becoming like Doctor Doom. So you Doom. never. F-
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like that's that's why you don't help homeless people. Um. Yeah, I mean, I was trying to think, like, well, you probably couldn't get enough, like, liquor to die on $5, so, um, you know, 5 bucks may be helpful. Unless a bunch of birdies show up and give them $5, then they could. And then you've got that on your conscience. Which is why it's, I think, always good to just, like, give out, like, gift cards or food. Except now it's, like, most of the homeless people you see, they have cell phones. So, I mean...
2: There's a, there's a program... Um, like I remember when I was in college, I got a flip phone for ten dollars. Like, a though? Uh, it was like pay as you go. Like you, like it was texting for free, but then to make calls, it was like it cost money. But like it was a, like I used I miss flip phones because it's like no matter what you did, like you just you that, that phone was, it sur- <laughs> it, no, it survived.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, like this first generation, like Nokia's. Oh my gosh, man, <laughs> those things. Those things were amazing. They were like a brick.
4: Yeah, I will. I will say. I I think free cell phones to the homeless is probably one of the best government programs because right. if you think about it, like how are they supposed to get a job if they can't get a call to like the follow up interview and stuff, right? So I, I I think that is a good program.
2: Yeah, and I, and I think um. I don't know. Like my my wife and I were talking about our political views because we're we're trying to have a child now, and it's like, hey, we want to make sure we understand where we each stand. I mean, I guess you do that before you get married, but <laughs> um, we were talking about like, okay, when do we think? Because we're we're both in agreement about limited aid to to people, um, because it, it sometimes can cause enabling. Um, but it's like we we're talking about how okay, you want to make sure that they're getting the fundamental helps that they need to survive and put them in a place where they can thrive to get out of their situation, but you want to make sure that they're still uncomfortable so they don't sit in that situation. (laughs) Which I guess sounds messed up, but I don't know.
3: Not really. I mean, that's kind of scripturally the way that um, God handled it. You know, scripturally, we saw many times that um for example when the harvesters were reaping the fields that you know they had this practice where they were only allowed to reap the fields once so that the <clears throat> needy and the less fortunate the widows the orphans could um go behind the field reapers and and collect food for themselves so like yes they were given handouts but they they had to work for them they had to go and collect them and um so, huh? I mean I don't know. I think there's a scriptural element to that. Helping those who help themselves.
0: And then on the other end, we've gone so far the wrong way on trying to be helpful that it's just absurd. Um so I, yeah. I really have a problem with that. Like I think I I think I would I <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sure like I, w- I would bet all of you guys as well um, on this point that with all of the programs and money and food and all the stuff we have, <clears throat> we could take care of like every single homeless person in America. If we took all that, that money from those programs and all this stuff and whittled it down to each person in need only gets the necessities f- for like the very basics of food, clothing and shelter. So like give them the you know the most basic form of what you can that's like nutritionally acceptable that so will give them their full nutrition, give them the shelter that's like you know, the most basic form of that necessitates like an actual shelter to keep them safe and you know warm or cool or whatever in. Um I, I'm just sure that every single person who is in need could be taken care of instead of things like just absurd abuse and waste, like when, you know, people who <clears throat> illegally come across our border and they make like $90,000 a year, um, depending if there's like a couple families or whatever, or people in a family, and they each get like these prepaid debit cards, and then they like go from one place to another place and like rack up all these debit cards and and things like this. It is just disgusting. Um, You you do not need $90,000 a year to live on if you have no home. Yeah. Um, And things like that, like commandeering like like five-star hotels, and turning it into homeless shelters. Commandeer Motel 6. Build your own Motel 6. Like, if you're coming from a place as bad as you say it is, I mean, I'm fine with Motel 6. Goodness, like, I don't really travel anymore, but when I did, I was happy <laughs> to have a Motel 6. And back then, I don't know what it is now, back then it was like 40 bucks. It was like 36 or $40 a night, and it was great. Like, they're all new. They're all remodeled. Like, I mean, you know, That's it. It was like the cheapest motel out there. And it was fine. Um, I mean, it's great. I mean, I could never like afford like, you know, super ritzy places. And even if I could, like, it just bugs me. Like, I don't want to afford them. Like, I don't need it. Like, you know, four walls and like, you know, running water is, is I'm happy for a day or two. Um, I I remember my wife and I had a difference of opinion on that. When we first moved to Florida, um, it was going to be like a week before our, uh, our uh, place we were staying at was ready so i i had told her um I, I got like um you know some other nicer hotel but it was 30 miles away and then like spur of the moment i called and checked and there was a motel six um closer and way cheaper so i just went ahead and do it did it not thinking she would like you know care that much i thought well hey it's closer and it's better um that's a mistake serendipity who are you to tell me that so anyways uh, we did not agree on that but it was like nice it was new it was renovated. And, uh, you know, it was, it was like hundreds of dollars cheaper. So, um,
3: anyway. Yeah. Well, when you think about the fact that 65% of our $4 trillion budget goes to endowments. Yeah. You're not yeah. wrong.
0: And we've had like, someone was just tell me the comparison because people like, I think like Chris, like always fights me when I say this. And it's like, uh, you know, in the last, since the beginning of the country, um, until what was it like 2000 or something like that? Or no, until Reagan, it was like two, just under a trillion dollars. Um, that we've racked up in national debt. And then, like, since that time, it has just exploded. And I think, like, what? Like, everyone says Trump is responsible for so much, blah, blah, blah. Um, I like to think that he got a lot done with his. But, I mean, Biden just had, like, $2.5 trillion. And it's just for nonsense. Like, it's for other countries and other people's fights and other people and other people invading our country. So his trillions of dollars, $2.5 trillion, that's absurd. And it's all for nothing like it's just so other people on the other side of the world can fight each other and we can and just my, house people who shouldn't be here anyways.
2: And my thought is if America was operating on true Christian values, it would actually be working in ways to pay the debt. <laughs> but it's like, like I don't know Gordon Ramsay for president honestly like Let's well, just Gordon thought. Ramsay.
0: <laughs> Cuz at least we should have good food while we're dying or
2: no Dave <laughs> <laughs>
0: I like your first one. I, I, I like your well. At this point, like I, I, I think I think Ramsey would say just go bankrupt. At this point, because we, I don't think we can get enough money because of what, like we're we're even almost in the red, um, with with our to, uh, total like, GDP, aren't we like still in the red? Like we can't even afford, or or we soon won't even be able to afford just the interest. So we're not paying anything to principal. Like all of our money is, is basically going to interest. So at this point, I even think Ramsey would be like. Yeah, I rarely tell people no, to do this. I, I, Just do I bankruptcy.
4: All that has to happen Carter is Ramsey. that they, <laughs> they start doing a balanced budget amendment so that ev- the new fiscal years are break even. You don't actually have to cut into the old debt. You could keep it. Um but you do have to have a balanced budget at some point because you can't keep bleeding.
0: Well, yeah, we should trim the fat. I mean, we should trim like ev- everything that's got three letters. Um yeah, I mean, but I mean, who's going to do that? No one's going to do that. But uh, this is a not so much religious talk, but uh, interesting. But I just realized, I was informed, I have a meeting in 15 minutes. So I have to run out the door.
2: Sure. I forgot it's what not I? a problem. I should be on my laptop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can a GPT-4 set a reminder for you? Can you use oh the calendar God. yet? And be like, hey, <laughs> add this to my calendar. I'm asking, I don't
2: know. Uh I don't think it can influence external applications yet.
4: No, it can't,
2: not yet.
0: Huh. It should I mean it should be able to have its own calendar, right? Like if you just have like a GPT-4 app or something and just be like, "Hey, remind me, you know, Tuesday at 9:30 that I have this." And then like it, doesn't it shouldn't even want need to your.
4: get into the personal assistant business, though. They they purposely Kept the wall from that, but whoever does create the AI personal assistant will do incredibly well.
0: I'm wondering if that's what's happening for phones, because now you're seeing like phones. are like, oh, get this phone; it comes with AI. Like, is it just like a dumbed down version of AI, or do you think it's like getting up to snuff with like personal assistant? Because that will be amazing.
4: It's a it's a dumbed down <laughs> version of AI. AI is a new hot buzz term, so yeah. It's like, buzzword. Oh, go to McDonald's yeah, they say, like, and, and oh, upgrade it's... <laughs> to an
0: AI meal. <laughs> If they say it's like, oh, it's Bigsby AI. I hate Bigsby. is like the stupidest thing ever invented. You know what that is, iPhone users? It's Samsung's Samsung's sad version of like um, Siri. <clears throat> but on, on Samsung devices, they're all Not I mean, they're everyone. all Android, so they're all Android, so you have a choice. Um, so it's like Android, like uh, Google Assistant. Everyone uses that. No one uses sad Bigsby. They should just stop trying. Yeah, Chris, make your final demonic
2: comments. going to, throw my, comment. to throw my cat, he, <laughs> he broke my work laptop. Oh, howdy, PR Bro, I just broke a. I just broke a three hundred dollar <clears throat> monitor.
1: It's great. I was like trying to pull up the ladder, and this guy has his like three hundred dollar monitor precariously balanced, like on the edge of his desk. And I bumped it, and the whole thing just came crashing down
0: and broke. Oh. It's Great. So now you you got to go buy a new monitor.
1: Well, I just I ordered him one from Amazon. But the great thing is that I had like two hundred and fifty dollars worth of Amex points. So I was like, oh, I'm using my Amex points. <laughs> They're like, don't you have insurance? I'm like, of course, I have two million dollars of insurance. <laughs> you know what my deductible <laughs> is? It's five thousand dollars. So like, no, I'm not. I can't claim an insurance thing. Oh, that's like kidding? a
0: hurricane deductible.
1: I mean. It's it's errors and omissions. So like if I'm getting sued, you know, then like I can just use that insurance and avoid a lawyer. So five grand is cheaper than hiring a lawyer and fighting <laughs> it.
0: Yeah. Does this sound like something bad? I'm, I'm just getting water from my gravity filter. I promise. Can you guys even hear yeah, that? Uh-huh. You do hear that? I mean, I could just let it go for like three minutes, and you're like, okay, either he's telling the truth, or he's really drinking a lot of water today. Yeah. Well, Chris, gravity. sorry, you just got, what, you know, the, the best kind of filter, um, it's the one that eliminates more stuff. You basically just pour water in like the top chamber and then through gravity, it will make it go down and down uh, until it fills up the bottom chamber. So, and it has like the charcoal filters and towers inside. So that's like the best way to, anyways, um, too bad you just got back. Cause I, I just got texted. I have a meeting in well, 10 minutes now, so I have to run, um, but uh, yes, I'll see you find people tomorrow.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: Sorry so that what, you. Talk- uh, huh. What did you guys talk about? Oh, does anyone want to keep it going? Oh, you guys keep it going. Anyone want to run this thing?